Joe presents Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, together with Guinness. Hello and welcome to Baz and Andrew's bonus episode of House of Rugby here on Joe, together with our friends at Guinness. Today's uh, episode is going to be an interview that Andrew did with Jacob Stockdale last mm-hmm. week in, was it in? It was in Belfast. In Belfast. It was at the Kingspan Stadium. Very nice. Uh, we went up to the corporate boxes and got a nice view of the, the pitch and uh, Jacob gave us lots of interesting insights. Cool. Entertaining and interesting insights on um, the hierarchy in the Ulster Rugby, the player system. Wow. An interesting formula that was um, created by Rory Best Go on. <laughs> to make sure that he um, remained top dog. So you actually, had, there is a hierarchy like a... According to Rory, there is a very convenient hierarchy. And what does this allow the man at the top to to do? Just uh, just to remain in his ivory tower. Okay, looking look down. down. Look at down at all those peasants. <laughs> oh, where were you on this? Hierarchy? Less than a hundred international caps. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not be spending time with you. <laughs> so what? What's the formula? Let's leave it. Okay. Yeah, Jacob will explain it. Lovely. That's very interesting. We never had anything yeah. like that. We were all very equal in uh, in Munster, I think, you know. Well, maybe that's why you've been so successful <laughs> <laughs> through the years. Perhaps it was, yeah. I'm not sure. But um, I hope you spoke a little bit about the Autumn Internationals and that try and, and everything else that, that went on. Yeah, we didn't get too bogged down in um, uh, the hierarchy in Ulster. He also went on to tell us about the, his world-famous try <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he scored against the All Blacks, um, defeating the All Blacks. Trimble-esque single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about that and uh, the ups and downs of that game. The downs being Kieran Reid nearly ruining the day for him. Yeah. Um, and how different things might have been. And there was a okay. movie reference. Go on. Uh, not as cool a, a reference um, as, as the star, your Star Wars. Your What was it? 45 minute long analogy? It was, it was, <laughs> it was 11 minutes, okay. Yeah. And it was very uh, apt. And it was yeah. yeah appropriate I think thank okay. you very much okay go on hit me with your one we'll see no you can hear it you'll hear it on okay, the, yeah okay. I'll explain it live to Jake <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah. um, okay well look let's waste no more time here is Andrew interviewing Jacob Stockdale last weekend unfortunately um, Lady Gaga wasn't available um, to be interviewed this week but we have our second choice no nice. offence yeah, you're ahead of all the other professional rugby players in Ireland, but just behind Lady Gaga. <laughs> so, uh, bittersweet. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. You, I would imagine you would yeah. take that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we've got Jacob Stockdale here, for anybody who doesn't know. Um, Jacob, you've had uh, quite an 18 months, haven't you? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, <clears throat> it's been it's been hectic, to be honest. Like, you know, like it seems like ages ago that I got my first cap there in, in America and then it's kind of just all like snowballed since then I suppose yeah it just um, did I suppose after what was such a successful first season um, just winning everything scoring tries for fun Six Nations Player of the Year did, were, were you concerned at all going into the second season thinking is second season syndrome is that a thing or have you just completely disproved that <laughs> no yeah like uh Obviously, like I got the ha- like the hammy tear at the start of preseason, and then I was like, for it almost made it even worse as well, because then like you know I've got all this like added you know like kind of pressure of of missing five games and coming in five games late, and then having to like just try and switch it on all of a sudden. And in fairness, like 
I can't. I got that lucky score against Connor. You know, where like uh, Keenan Blade kind of tried to catch it and dropped it, and uh, and like yeah, I think that was a really good way to kind of settle any of those anxieties. And then yeah. after that, like it, it kind of just felt like I was back into normal rugby, back into the season. I always hated. I always hated the start of a new season, especially if the pre- previous season had finished well, because I always thought. Oh. I, I'm going to completely forget how to play rugby here. Like, I haven't <laughs> caught a or, well. There's obviously training and stuff. But I haven't played a match in like three months, yeah. and I just I always it's totally irrational that thought. And then once you've got an injury, yeah. then that extends that, and as you say, it puts more pressure on. Yeah, and because then you're going into the game and you're going like, oh, man, he's not right, and you know, like, I, I don't know how to play rugby. Like I've, yeah. I've forgotten everything. But then like once the first kickoff goes, you realise like, ah, oh, you know what. I'm, yeah. actually I'm still, I'm still class. <laughs> yeah, I'm still incredible. <laughs> yeah, you must have been thinking. So obviously, <clears throat> it looked like you just picked up where you left off, um, and you're playing really good rugby. You must have been a little bit concerned whenever you were named on the the turn party to go to Chicago. You must have been thinking these these guys are all second string. <laughs> I was, I was, I was playing for the A's last year. <laughs> yeah. You must have been worried. Well, like a fifteen player. Yeah. yeah. In fairness, like yeah, because like in in my in my head, like the the kind of week leading up to the Chicago, I'd kind of you know that you do the maths and you kind of yeah. go, like, well, I think he'll play here, maybe uh-huh. I'll play here, and then kind of figured like, oh, okay, I don't think I'm going to Chicago, and then I got down to camp and I. Um, in fairness I should have seen all the signs like I was getting all the emails I was in all the whatsapp groups you know, yeah, being like yeah. you're going to Chicago yeah. and I was like to just tell myself that I wasn't going to do <clears throat> and then I was and then yeah and then I played and I was starting and I was kind of yeah I was a wee bit worried like you know yeah. But, uh, but yeah like obviously Joe knows what he's at and knows how to rotate a team and stuff yeah. like so I'd say uh, I'd say you must have, so you were worried and you were sort of thinking right, I, need, I need a big one here <clears> to <throat> kind of Change the tide, maybe. Yeah. That first carry, Joe went, oh, no, no, he's, he's back in the eighth. <laughs> yeah. Right, bring him off again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, because it, it's just one of those ones, like, you know what I mean? You catch 100 kickoffs, and that happens one out of the 100 times. Yeah. It just happened to be in the, the first one of the game, like, you know, so it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty handy way to get to get stuck in back into, like, the international setup again as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, obviously, then kicked on. Um, did you play against Argentina? You that? Yeah, I did, yeah. So you played all yeah. all three? Oh, you didn't play obviously against Obviously, played really well. Like, yeah. the last memory in your head. Like, <laughs> no one could care less about the Argentina game. I was at the game, and it was flat. To be fair, it was no, wasn't as flat as the USA game. Yeah. But, like, it that's, just... it just was sitting on their phones, not even watching honestly, the game. Like. At one stage in the... Well, the USA game was worse again. There was a scrum... In their 22. The Mexican waves. The Mexican waves started. <laughs> yeah. No one gave a monkey's what was going yeah, on. I've never seen that at a rugby match. Yeah. I think that was also like part of the Americans being there as well. Yeah. I'd say that was an issue. We were like showing off, were we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were like, we know how to party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there was like four Americans in the crowd and they just started yeah. it. And then we were like, yeah, that's pretty. That looks fun. Yeah, yeah. let's try that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, everything was about the, the New Zealand game. Everything was building up to it. And then even the USA game was. was an afterthought really wasn't it yeah. um, I mean even from from, Joe, from the prep kind of was was everything geared towards that, the, the All Blacks game <clears throat> yeah I mean like obviously I mean Italy are still Italy are still a Six Nations team like Argentina are still you know a mm. very dangerous side so like you know like, you know what it's like being in camp like Joe doesn't like, look past games much but at the same time like yeah I mean essentially this like the entire this entire season was leading up to that uh, New Zealand game, you know, like that's all people have been talking about. So yeah, there was like an added, you know, kind of like 
that's this is like, yeah. You know, we could have, you know, you could have lost against Argentina, and as long as you beat New Zealand, it would have been a successful November series. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Not that we wanted to do that, obviously, and and that's not the mindset we were going in with. But you know, yeah, there was definitely a there's definitely a different edge. You know, yeah. like the feeling out the feeling outside of camp is let's just get this potential banana skin. How offensive is that, Argentina? That's <laughs> yeah. what everybody was Luckily, saying. Yeah, they've not got out of two World Cups. Like, know, we're like, like, get on. the banana skin out of the way <laughs> and then move on to the, the big yeah. game. But um, <clears throat> so that kind of that, that media phrase, I suppose, we're only concerned about the next game. You're only as good as your next game, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and Joe really does seem to implement that in his approach um, because he's, he's, he gives the right amount of respect to the Argentinians of this world, the Italys of this world. Yeah. But there's been a slight change in, in the approach since the New Zealand game. People have started talking about the World Cup and Ireland winning the World Cup. That expression, that phrase, yeah. would never have even come into the um, the vocabulary of, of Irish players up until that game. Has, yeah. has something changed? Uh, I don't think. I don't think something's changed. Like especially um, whenever you consider the next game is England. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, no, I think. I think like. Uh, there's always there's always been a bit of like you know there's like obviously there's been a focus on the World Cup since like you know <coughs> the Grand Slam there you know in Six Nations like you know the, that was a kind of a good like kind of you know litmus test almost yeah. to kind of see where we were at you know and once we did that and then you know won the series out in Australia like there's there's a few things like you know they're starting to build up to a point where like we're starting to feel confident about the World Cup you know like. It, like yeah, like it's been talked about that like you know we want this to be the most successful World Cup ever. But yeah, when you beat the All Blacks, like you know, le- less than a year before the World Cup starts, like it's naturally going to start yeah. being on the lips of people and you know, <coughs> media like are going to start to kind of run with that. You yeah. know, that idea that like if we don't win the World Cup, like this is an, un- an unsuccessful yeah. you know year, which is yeah, it's mad to think to think that like we're even being put in that bracket you know uh-huh. Irish rugby but it's good like, it feels like we can cope with, with that more now whereas back in the day <laughs> <coughs> three, four, five years ago then it just it, you would have thought that you know maybe a tactical loss against the All Blacks might have just almost suited us better in the long run <laughs> Not, don't piss them off like. exactly yeah <laughs> don't, don't like get in their face or don't uh, don't yeah. muck it up just stay under the radar and then just peek yeah. for the World Cup but we've just gone you know what we're better than you, 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 you <laughs> and me. We're going to win the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, we're England essentially now. So exactly, like, that's yeah, us, exactly. Yeah, no, like it's it's just it's it's probably just a product of like you know how we're playing as a team. Like you know whenever like whenever you whenever you're you're playing well and and uh, you know you're performing like 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 you're getting performances like we've had. Like you automatically become a, you become a target. You know. And people want to take a scalp and say, like, yeah, we're going to go and beat the Irish here, like, and that's a, you know, people naturally get up for bigger games. So, yeah, yeah there's probably probably something to be said about kind of slipping under the radar, yeah. you know. But yeah. at the same time, like, you want that confidence that you're the best team going in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and people have to up their game to beat you. Yeah. You know I mean, like, that's that's what it's you for want longevity as well. If you're gonna if you're gonna gonna do it consistently, if you're gonna con- win consistent Grand Slams, compete well at World Cups. And just have you know, if you want to kind of, if we've changed the the impression or the complexion of Irish rugby, we want that to be a long term thing. And if it's going to be a long term thing, then we have to cope with with being favourites. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, <coughs> you know, you look at uh, you look at Leinster, like they've kind of done that longevity thing very, mm-hmm. very well. Um, you know, where like they're now just producing like young academy lads that have just are just literally coming into academy with so much confidence. 
going out into the pitch and playing well. Like if you look at the team, you know, they beat the Ospreys there uh, last weekend. Like yeah. it's like I think somebody said no read had more caps than the rest of the backline combined wow. and the backs on the bench combined as really? well. Like so I mean yeah, like these guys you know, most of them didn't have more than ten caps or five caps. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, like and they tore tore our space to shreds, you know. Yeah. And, and um so annoying, isn't it? It is. It's actually <laughs> disgusting to watch. You know? I know. But but yeah, like it's because uh, because I was over in um, uh, in Wales at the uh, Scarlet game with Ulster, and uh, Shane Williams was talking about, or maybe uh, well, um, Ross Harris, the presenter, was saying, you know, if ever you know, this is a great time to play Leinster at the RDS. You know, a few youngsters there, and uh, Ospreys were, you know, they hadn't lost too many guys to Wales, and they were like. Like fancying their chances, yeah. I was there. Don't be so naive. <laughs> Leinster, yeah. they do it every weekend. They, yeah. they even when they play youngsters, they just yeah. it's like they're they're just a machine, aren't they? They are. And in fairness, like that's that's something that's been building over the last kind of four or five years for them. Like I mean, was it twenty thirteen? They were in the the, the Challenge Cup. Mm. I mean, or was, that, was it Challenge Cup? Yeah, Amlin back then maybe. Amlin. I don't know. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the second, <laughs> second year, the, the, lo- the loser cup. <laughs> and then you know, from there, like they've gone winning Pro 14s and winning Champions Cups, and you're kind of <clears> and yes, like it's very similar to to the state that Irish rugby's in. Like you know, Joe's bringing it. Like he's bringing in young lads, and and like you have no option but to be you play well. If you don't play well, you're gone. Uh-huh. That's that. You know, <clears> like that's that's what I felt whenever I first came into the setup. Like. I mean, we we played USA and Japan, and realistically, like nobody cared about that tour. But like, it felt like a World Cup final for yeah, me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because I was like, I need to play well here. If I don't play well, like, I'm never having an Irish, an Irish career. And yeah, that's, I guess the kind of like, you know, it's the kind of uh, like culture that Joe's built into that. That you just have to be excellent every time you're on the pitch. And well, I would probably even take that even further. Even for those perceived uh, less like le- smaller games, when you're playing in Ireland, there's never a small game, but relatively to playing the All Blacks but sometimes even when you're training under Joe I feel like like the walkthroughs like the walkthroughs you're not even getting out of the hotel that's the most <laughs> terrifying terrifying moment of camp like I know you go not another walkthrough like just get, just get to survive I know I remember Wednesday nights you go in and the whole like from lunchtime on a Wednesday I'm starting to get stressed out about the walkthrough <laughs> yeah, I'm more stressed out about the walkthrough than the test match at the weekend <laughs> It's so true, like, yeah. you know. But it, it actually does, it, it has the desired effect. If you're under that kind of pressure routinely, you start to get used to that and then you can cope with the pressure of game day more. Yeah, yeah I think I like, like, I think that's it. Like, you know, Joe, does, like he does say in training, you know, and I'm sure you've experienced this, he says, like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you really hard, like, in, the, in this, so, so that whenever you go into the game, like, you can handle that. And, like, mm. you know, like, Faz does that as well. Like, you know, he'll be, he'll be making us defend with, like, you know, ten players, and he's saying like, like if you can, if you can D the yeah. rest, like with ten players, like you know, in a game, nobody should be scoring a try against you. You yeah. know, so like, yeah, it's like, uh, I think like that's just probably like, and then the I think the way that we've been playing is kind of a byproduct of that training. Yeah, yeah. So let's take it back to the the All Blacks game there a couple of weeks ago. Um, have you ever seen the the movie Sliding Doors? I can't say <laughs> with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. It. Uh, it, it's all about this this moment in time where something um, fairly uh, unimportant happens, and it changes the course of uh, 
a person's life. Okay. So then it shows <clears throat> this this parallel universe where Gwyneth Paltrow gets the train and where she doesn't get the train, and okay. that's how her life pans out, and she ends up happily married, and she ends up whatever it is. If Kieran Reid, <laughs> I knew that's where you were going with that. Like, if Kieran Reid had caught that ball, yeah, do you think that would have massively changed the course of your life? I should imagine so. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine so. I'd say I would have got probably the same amount of messages after the game, but people were just being like, "I hate you." No way, you're getting a hard time. No, I'm saying like if he had caught it, like oh right, you know I mean? like so you didn't get an AI hit you messages. No, 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 surely no, no, no. <laughs> they're all they're all very complimentary. But okay, yeah. I'm saying you know you were talking about the sliding door thing. Like I'm saying yeah. was it sliding doors. Always called it's like sliding doors. Yeah, sliding doors. Yeah. Sliding doors, yeah. <laughs> uh, like if he had caught it, do you know what I mean? I'd say I would have had as many messages, but with people tearing me to shreds, mm. like you know. So yeah, there was a bit of food running down the leg, like <laughs> the scrum afterwards. Like did someone say that you? Um, I don't know. I, I read this somewhere. Someone said you shouted, "Drop it!" <laughs> yeah, Adam, that, that is was, that not right? Did that, I? Hear, like, no, that yes, I, that was taken out of like context. I suppose. No, I didn't like. <laughs> Why did you shout? <laughs> don't, don't drop it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Catch it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, you know what? I like, you know, like I was more saying like I was screaming, "Drop it!" Like in my head. Okay. Yeah. took it very literally. Uh, you know, that's like, annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Because, Just for a headline, a cheap headline. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Which I used. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, no, it was more like a, um, it was more like me going. I was like, oh yeah, no, like when it happened, I was just screaming, drop it. Yeah, okay. Like, but then he was like, took it very literally, like, yeah. I, like as in I screamed, drop it. Like, yeah. right? I think that's that's willful willful ignorance on the journalist part. Yeah, I know you didn't mean that literally. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted a yeah a hairline. Like the, the do you know like the Lego thing recently? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I, 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 like I just I enjoy just building Lego, and then like somebody was like, "Oh, is it like <coughs> it just, is it like kind of like a like a mindfulness thing?" And I was like, I didn't really think about it that way, but like I suppose so. Yeah, like it's it's a good way to kind of switch off, you know, yeah. switch off. And then like I saw a headline literally the next day. It's like Jacob Stockdale says Lego is the secret to <laughs> smashing the all backs, and it's like, nah, it's not. <laughs> uh, you know the the one annoying thing about that is that the boys will slag you about that. Oh yeah, they'll think, oh, Jacob's trying to be all attention seeking. Whenever you've just yeah. literally, like, just opened up a small bit about liking yeah. Lego, yeah, there's no more to it, really. Is like, there? It's, it's, it is very, very much like I was bored in the hotel. Yeah. I went and bought some Lego to pass some time. Yeah, and that's pretty much I it. Want, like, I once did an interview, uh, might have been Harsh Times or something, and it was like a lifestyle piece. So it wasn't a rugby bit. So loads of chat about family background and school and all this here. And they asked me about uh, my upbringing, and I said, "Yeah, I've got um, two sisters. They're like five and six years older than me." We had talked for about forty-five minutes at this stage. I said, um, "Yeah, I think I'm a little mistake." <laughs> and then a few days later, the headline was Trimble. I'm a mistake. Oh, jeez! Like I had my mum on the phone <laughs> saying, "Andrew, you're not a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's isn't that so annoying? Yeah, because you say something, you say something, and then like the like half the time I make headlines and don't even remember saying that. And then yeah. I'm like, did I actually? Did I say that? Yeah, I think it is. You know. But there's a moment where they've just gone. Yeah, yeah. You can see their eyes light up. Got them. So. <laughs> right down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awful stuff. Like. So tell me what. Um, obviously, um, I haven't had that exposure to to Joe and Farrell over the last. 18 months um, you can you can see the, the effect it's had on you can see how um, how useful it is to be in that environment and just get better every day um, how do you see that changing and is it um, it's obviously a significant moment with Joe deciding 
That's such a classy touch, isn't it? He's not. He's not saying I'm going to the All Blacks and staying on. He said I'm finishing coaching, just yeah. in his terms. How how is that going to affect? And what ways that um, Farrell going to fill those shoes? Um, do you see someone else coming in, or what way do you see that? Um, it's it's hard to really it's hard to really tell. Um, like we didn't really have any inkling either way whether he was going or he was staying. Like he, you know, he kept it. Well, I mean, I'm sure some of the like Bestie probably had an idea. I like, say, but, we're, yeah, yeah, because we're really, like Pablo Escobar, like, but <laughs> uh, like, yeah, us lower level lads, you know, yeah. us peasants, we didn't, yeah. we didn't. I had no idea. Like, so I mean, yeah, I think it's very, it is just like it's a decision he's made and just said like, this is a good place to leave it, you know. Yeah. Um, whether you know, like Faz will come, you know, once he kind of takes takes over that role, like if if he does. Uh, you know, I don't know whether things will change massively. You know, obviously each coach brings something that you know brings a different kind of style of coaching, and um, but like there's that culture there, you know, and there's that player group there that that you know you, you almost you almost feel like you know the player the player like the players have have got that culture now, and that's going to stay for good if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you know, much much like you know New Zealand, you know, like you could you could probably bring you know a different coach in, and and they'd they'd still be you know. Competing to be the best in the world, or yeah, and most likely the best in the world, you know. So, um, yeah, like it, it's hard to tell if, if anything's going to change, but you know, I'd say, I'd say, you know, when Joe, when Joe does, does, uh, you know, eventually leave us, like I can't, I can't see it, you know, all just crumbling to pieces and yeah. all and all falling down because he's kind of like he, he's like you know built this kind of yeah. this thing that's now Irish rugby and, and, it, and it's pretty solid. And he has kind of gradually stepped back from it a little bit. I would imagine behind the scenes he's still in the middle of a lot, but even like publicly he, he presents teams, uh, you know, the the coaches selection, you know, and he presents uh, you know Richie and Faz and Simon. All these guys will be at press conferences and all. So he is. It's almost like he's trying to build a like it, a more sustainable um, product, I suppose, something that's going to last beyond him. Yeah, which is even more impressive, I suppose. Um, but I mean, Farrell, the impact Farrell's had on on the squad. Which seems to go unnoticed a little bit, little bit because Joe is kind of so central to everything. But Farrell's an incredible coach, isn't he? Yeah, like I mean, like Ireland have some had some fantastic defence coaches over the years, um, but like I don't know, Farrell just brings something a bit different, like a bit of an edge, or I don't, I'm not really sure what it is. Um, but he's yeah, he's a, like he's a fantastic coach, and, and <coughs> like he's done a lot for me, like personally in my game, like over the last kind of year and a half or like even you know even if you look you know like the games I played in the Six Nations I think my like my my defence has evolved massively between then and you know the New Zealand game you know where like I just feel like I'm not making stupid reads and not making stupid mistakes anymore yeah and no fairness it's not just fast like Jared here like Piano here has been class in terms of like uh, you know just getting that like week to week stuff in and, and doing that but yeah like you know he's he's a fantastic coach and and I, I don't I don't like I wouldn't have any qualms with him, you know, taking over that that head that head coach role, and I think he'd be I think he'll be fantastic at it. Yeah. yeah okay. And um, we talked about we just kind of moved to Ulster. Then you, you talked about um, the the tier one, the, the the Rory Best and the Sextons with, with Ireland. Yeah, am I right in saying it's just those two, or is anybody else would be Pete's up there as well? Pete, of course, uh, and CJ. Uh-huh. Up there too. Yeah, they, they roll the roost, them boys. Yeah, they call the yeah. shots. Yeah, <coughs> Pete, Pete, I'd say Pete, Bessie, and Johnny are your three. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Top of the top of the yeah, untouchable pile. Like yeah, untouchables. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's the untouchables at Ulster? 
probably myself. <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously, Dusty. Like, I mean, there's really one untouchable. Isn't yeah, there? really, realistically, yeah, he's he's had that top change room spot for. Yeah. like he literally created a system in the change room so that he'd stay. I know he'd stay in his change room spot. I had more Ulster appearances than yeah. him. He was like, "How can we? Right, we'll make." Ireland Cups were three yes. <laughs> so nobody can get anywhere near me he like, created a formula yeah he created a formula where he, <clears throat> he, his score was like 800 uh-huh. and everybody else is like 90 yeah yeah no yeah. he had an absolute blinder didn't he he yeah. just wanted to be in the number one spot yeah and he was like we'll make Lion Cups were five just to be safe as <laughs> yeah, well like, yeah. the system worked well for you actually you've shot up yeah I'm I'm like top 10 like, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting I'm like that back wall because like. we keep retiring <laughs> me Tommy Chad Chad got halfway through the system and just went <gasps> <laughs> stop this I'm out of here <laughs> pretty much yeah that's how I felt all last year I heard, I heard he got just too busy with his testimonial and just yeah. like, he's like I haven't time for rugby yeah he's like I'm earning far too much money with his testimonial like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need rugby anymore all going to charity apparently yeah that's what he's yeah. telling people like spoof yeah <laughs> so uh, chest heart <laughs> foundation like <laughs> <laughs> so tell, uh, who uh, like who's the characters? Who's t- who's taking over from you from, know from you? Is that, is that you're trying to say? Like yeah, uh, yeah, Beagle as well. Yeah, see <laughs> some big characters. <laughs> um, in fairness, yeah, like we were talking before, like Will Addison has come in and like he's a complete freak. So he is like real uh-huh. weirdo. I'm a weirdo as well. Like, uh-huh. like we used to have some weird conversations yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be concerned that the listeners and viewers would would think that weirdo is a derogatory term but you mean it in a complimentary nah not really what was (laughs) (laughs) no I I mean it in the most complimentary way possible because Uh like well when I say weirdo is a compliment like I am I'm a weirdo so yeah I'm complimenting myself really Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah well because there's no one I know that you like more than yourself that's so you're not even wrong like, yeah even so, wrong. you know uh, I did uh, the, the English House of Rugby last night Mike Tindall was on it <coughs> Haskell couldn't make it he uh, had to get like his ankle operated on again or something oh, okay, yeah. so it was me and Tindall and it was a very different vibe it was all like Tindall was telling stories about back in the day when Martin Johnson and they were out boozing and Johnson he walked into the bar and Johnson goes Oh, do you want me to straighten your nose for you, mate? <laughs> and I'm talking about Bill and Lego. Like, exactly. More time, exactly. <laughs> and we're, we're, he, he was like praising that old school thuggery. Yeah. Just, and he got, he got knocked out by Johnson in the bar. Yeah. All these fights in the pitch and all. And we're, we're like, oh, he's class. He's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what a dramatic change. Yeah, like we literally, like, like I think, I think Will's great because it's like we just quote hot fuzz to each other. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. like, yeah. Quote hot fuzz to Mike Tindall and see how that, <laughs> see how that goes down. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping yeah it won't work yeah anyway. um, yeah like so Will's pretty good Al Connor's good crack again do you know what I'm actually just naming all the weird lads like that's yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's a worrying trend here like, Shanner, Shanahan again right up there weirdo in terms of weirdness fun yeah. like lo- likability yeah yeah that's true like yeah we're, we actually are just like a, like a group of, of, yeah. of freaks and there's a bit of talent coming through as well yeah there's a lot of young backs Angus Curtis uh, Angus Kernahan uh, James Laurie. Hume Mike yeah. Laurie he's yeah he's something special like, he went brilliant didn't he yeah that Leicester game I mean he was yeah because like obviously like he wasn't or he was a bit of a surprise selection in that team like and then obviously I think George Ford played saw him in the warm up and was like right well I'm going to be sticking bombs on you all Absolutely, day like. yeah, yeah it's that's an obvious thing you could see it coming to mind yeah. yeah and the first one I was like obviously he dropped it they got a scrum penalty I was going oh this yeah. could be 
it's gonna be a long day but yeah. that then you know the next four or five like they put him up and he was just cleaning them up you know yeah. and then you go and, and and going well in contact and making yeah. line breaks and like i mean he's like he's like 78 <coughs> kilos or 80 kilos or something yeah. like that but he's just is he weird uh is he weird like us worryingly normal really nice he's really nice you know what i mean that's not a compliment nah it's not <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a wee bit weird. I think he's he's got a wee quirky, funny side, is he? I'd say he does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like after actually after the Leicester game, uh we went out and he came and he rocked up in like uh like a beige uh like zip up jacket and I was kinda nice. like nice levels of weirdness. Yeah, I was kinda yeah. like I didn't know That's that. That's more like it. I didn't know that about you, yeah. <laughs> so it's good, yeah. yeah. At least I think yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he's like he's he's been Class every time he stepped on the pitch, I think he's you know he's been phenomenal. And playing out of position as well. Yeah, like he like he, he played the whole way up through rugby or up through rugby, <laughs> up through school, <laughs> rugby uh, as a ten. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah, like now he's playing fifteen. Yeah, killing it. Like he's a bit of a Matthew Morgan, I think. You know, yeah, similar kind of guy. Big future, big future with Ulster. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on and off the pitch, we'll lock him down. So yeah, yeah. I think we might have run out of time. In fact, we might have gone over. We might have to edit some of the weird chat out. Yeah, fair. It's probably not a bad idea, in fairness. Yeah, Jacob, thanks a lot. No Come on. Cheers, Ruby. Cheers. Me and Barry went on this random tangent, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And Pat, the producer, held up a piece of paper that had rugby written on it. <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie for the facts.